0: Let's
1: go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. We're here with episode seven, season two Cruel Summer titled It's the End of the World. It's the End of the World as we know it. That song did Mm -hmm. not play this episode. I was literally waiting for it. Technically, that song's from 1989. So maybe they were like 90 songs only. Anyway, as always, we start with a little housekeeping. We are Binge Town TV. We cover all different types of shows. So if you are listening on the Cruel Summer feed, you can go ahead and hit subscribe on our Binge Town TV feed and you'll never miss an episode. Right now we're doing uh, Secret Invasion. We just finished up Silo. We did The Witcher. What else am I forgetting?
0: Witcher Part 2 is coming. We just finished yeah. Yellow Jackets in Succession. Yeah. Black Mirror might be coming. Black
1: Mirror is coming at some point. We got some fun pitch towns, but we've covered a million shows over three years we have over 350 episodes so i'm sure you'll love some of our coverage um so go ahead subscribe you'll never miss anything but we're here for cruel summer oh one more thing speaking of cruel summer go uh follow our discord because it's so fun to talk live um it's brand new we just launched it maybe a week or two ago we have a feed for every single one of our shows so even when Cruel Summer ends, you can talk about whatever show you like that we're covering and that we're talking about. Um, it's the best. And we can talk theories and then we'll talk about them on the pod. All right. Now we're here to talk about Cruel Summer. Let's talk about two quick things, James.
0: Let's two do theories. it. Two theories.
1: One was my theory that I've been meaning to say for weeks, but I just didn't, is that the cover photo of Cruel Summer is is half Megan's face above water and half Izzy's face below water. And Izzy's face is kind of like, you know, watered out. I was just saying, does this mean Izzy's gonna drown? You know, maybe she suffers the same fate Lisa and Luke suffered if Luke's actually dead. But drowning seems to be a theme in her life. Who knows if they just did that because like, you know, it's a... Is it an Easter egg? Is it a red herring? Who's to say? I just wanted to put that out there on the pod. And then number two... My boy James brought this to my attention. So in episode six, we missed it during AIM. If you look at the at her friend list on the side, our boy Luke was green and available. And that was in the summer of the aughts. So summer of zero, zero, when he's supposed to be dead, dead, he was available. Now, James, what do you have to say about this?
0: L Chambers 2000 was online. Now, don't give me any props for this. I found this on the Cruel Summer Facebook group, so go check them out. Threw it on the Discord. So we've been talking about that. We've been having a lot of fun with that. It means one of two things. It means he's alive, or it means someone's impersonating him or on his screen name. That's all we can take from that right now, but it is something that's there. There's a reason that it's there. L Chambers 2000. The other thing about it, which is funny, is is that, you know, she codes 82 is her, you know, year she was born for Megan. He, for whatever reason, has L. Chambers 2000. And that basically proves to you he put it there as year 2000. Unless he just likes the 2000 number.
1: He was a big fan of the Nimbus 2000. That's why. Harry
0: Potter (laughs) did come out at that point. Yes. No,
1: but uh, I agree. And it's something we've talked about on a previous episodes. You know, we have like a theory umbrella that that ends up with one. It could be Daddy Chambers, who was either covering up something for Luke and Luke's not dead. And they faked his death because all we see is Daddy Chambers look at the body and say, it's him. Right. And of course, you know, we know he's got money. He's got connections. He would have to really pay some people off at the morgue and everything to to have this be complete. So in that case, he's alive. In another case, he didn't die when people thought he died, meaning on New Year's Eve night or or January 1st, whatever it is. And he was being he was scared and he was in hiding. But then he actually did die later at some point gets washed up. But in this case, with him online and it being 2000s, technically, as far as we know, he didn't even make it to 2000. So, why is his screen name 2000? Just like you said. So, who knows? We just want to put it out there in writing in the beginning of the episode. So, you guys know we've been saying it for four episodes. You know, we've been killing it. We've been crushing it. (laughs) We're going to (laughs) guess. Throwing those darts
0: at the dartboard, throwing them at the wall. Eventually, we'll hit a bullseye. But I'll just say that this episode, I think, kind of takes our main theory out for me but we'll get into it so let's it for let's first just go through the episode and then yeah. we can start talking like we always do about our theories because some revelations occurred that i didn't think were going to happen yeah our boy Luke just took a turn man he a really major did. heel turn
1: He's just being a dumb boy. It's yeah, not he even... really
0: is. I mean, if he, you know, the amount of times that people have said things, especially when you're young and you're just talking up to your boys or girls and you think no one else is listening. It's very incriminating for, for the, the girlfriend to hear, of course, but it could easily just be he's not necessarily intimidated by these two guys, but he just wants to look cool and he wants it's, to. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: a locker room talk. He's just being a. Boy. It is,
0: and it's, but it's totally.
1: Yeah, he's a not douche. what I was expecting.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Boys will be boys, James. Don't you know? I that? mean, he was even at. He
0: was even acting douchey in the store at first. He's doing the j- the dad jokes, but I mean, going back to the Ned stuff, talking about how Daddy Chambers is a certain way, and Apple doesn't fall f- too far from the tree, or whatever the hell. If I said it correctly or not, yeah. did I? Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I th- <laughs> once Ned says that and like makes you get in your head that Luke could be gaining some type of douchey behavior because mm-hmm. his dad is is like that. You know, he he lies about Izzy. Then they're in the store and he just goes off on this thing about how you know Izzy might just be trying to break us up and he just turns it into a story. Like I I get it. Like if you lied and you got away with it, then just get away with it. Don't keep making stories about it. Don't be, he's doing like the totally different personality where he's like, yo, this is hella, hella this and hella that. Sure. And, he's, and he's just, he just seems totally different to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, Luke did take a turn and it's a learned behavior from his dad, right? I mean, that's how he how he's raised. That's his quote unquote role model, even though he knows his dad's a fucking dick. But yeah. it's a learned behavior. You know, not everyone have, have the best role models in the world, um, but we'll get into it in more detail so summer 99 was the chillest of them all Mm -hmm. it starts with izzy and megan pillow talking having the sunday scaries after the party they clean up the house a creep (laughs) i love that one but so luke comes it's awkward and cute they decide to go to the cabin together and then they find these walkie-talkies which they're using these walkie talkies as a device to show them in the, that they should know the woods, right? There's so many hours spent in the woods playing secret age. And we, we've walked every inch of this forest. His, his internal compass is broken. Like, I think we're really on the night he dies. We're going to see something of that. He's going to be lost. He's not going to know his way around or something like that. Something mm-hmm. has to be relevant, but they finish the mission. It's like childlike wonder through the woods longing looks at each other And then I love just the confidence you could get while like talking on a walkie talkie or a phone. Like, they're Megan's finally like, oh, I broke out with Jeff. (laughs) But then talk about budget. We always talk about budget. Last last, uh, episode, they had the budget for Brent. He came back again, but Ned was big time in this. He was in all three. They talk about the frequency, him and Luke have their first kind of encounter, but ultimately, He's just like, get the fuck out of here. I value my privacy. Stay on your goddamn side. And then, of course, we get the smooch later, which is really sweet. So I just went through the whole of Summer 99. So feel free to comment on literally any of that.
0: I miss the days that I could just be hung over shit frolicking through the woods. You know, <laughs> I love how Megan's like <laughs> talking about being broken up with by, you know, being dumped by Jeff. And he's like, how are you? She's like. Sucked at first, but you know, I'm good now. And it's like, dude, it was literally like 12 hours ago. (laughs) But otherwise, it's very straightforward. We finally got the first kiss. I've been talking about this a lot. I do like the parallels and they're giving us the parallels of their first kiss in the time where they're breaking apart, where Megan gets her reveal, quote unquote, that he might be a D-bag and Yeah. And I'm rolling my eyes. You can't see me on on camera right now, Kathleen. But, you know, he's being a D-bag. He doesn't mean it, I would say. But he still has some kind of personality change that I'm not liking in this episode.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. I I really just think it's like peer pressure and being a teenager and drinking and being stupid. But I still love him. I think he's a good guy. I do think it's a little out of character for him to be like you know, chatting up with those two guys and bragging and being braggy because, you know, him and Megan are friends first, so it's interesting to me that, and he's always stuck up for her and been there for her, so it's interesting that he would even let someone else try and talk about her like that. Um, so yeah. Something's changed in his brain, obviously, which we don't love, but it'll be the last thing he ever fucking says. Unless, <laughs> yeah, he's, right. alive, unless he's alive, of course. <laughs> which is now, very, very much a possibility.
0: The only thing that I can think of is that he's really not taking the Ned thing well, and he does think it could be more than just the computer stuff. You know, if Isabella comes up to me and says that my girlfriend is going to some older dude's cabin and goes inside, I'd be like, what the hell's going on? That fight between him and Ned, it's one thing where he's jealous that she's working with Ned, but it could also be just like rage not rage but just like jealousy in general like he doesn't really know unless off screen Megan gave him an explanation fully I mean he does say oh just because you do computer stuff with her doesn't mean that you're this or you're that so she must have told him something
1: well Isabella said it to to him I think I think he I don't know that he's ever even mentioned to Megan that he knows about Ned I think that just came out of Isabella being like she's working with this guy
0: If there's no explanation besides the fact that she said, thanks for letting me be weird, he could be changing his personality because he's thinking she's being sketchy.
1: Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. Totally. Anyway, we'll get into Luke being weird more in New Year's Eve. So we're partying like the world is going to end. Host Luke lying about the kiss like we've been talking about. Uh, Megan hasn't confronted Isabella yet, but is being very passive aggressive. Megan and Luke seem to be fine. But Megan immediately questions Izzy's motive for kissing Luke, We, mm-hmm. which is nice because I, to me, I was mad at Megan that she was going to believe Luke right away. And she does, but she does have that like trust in Isabella where she's like, I don't understand. She's the one, who she's been pretty like a champion for us. I don't understand why she would do this. So Luke was never really going to come out of this, well, because Megan Squeaky clean. Yeah, no, Megan. Yeah, whatever. And Luke calls Isabella jealous and possessive. She's always happiest when we're in a rough place. I was like, what the fuck? Back off. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: there were some weird shots in that scene, like somebody was listening to them. Did you see that? I really yeah. thought someone was going to like. Like scream in the aisle in the grocery store aisle when he's like runs away in the full ghost face mask, and you see him in the reflection of the like ice cream thing. (laughs) And it's like, you mean to tell me screams just like in the middle of the fucking grocery store with a mask on and everyone's chill about it? Um, but that's what I was expecting to happen that kind of scene. But I think it was just, I don't know what the directorial choice on that one, if no one was listening, but I, I mean, in general, more Luke having to like dig himself into a deeper hole because he's, like, lying about everything. So I think Luke was right to grip Ned up because Ned was gripping her up. He was freaking out about Y2K. He really was kind of grabbing her, and all because she had, like, a 2000, 2000, like, headband on or something like that. I'm like, relax. Basically, Ned's a loony, and he does threaten Luke. He's basically like, or else, when he's gripping him up. So It could be the last
0: thing you ever, you know. correct.
1: So... They are laying a lot of groundwork for Ned to seem like the person. It's not going to be Ned. Yeah. It's not going to be Ned. There's just no way.
0: If I'm Luke, I'm going inside to get my wallet. I come outside and I see an older guy who, again, if we're going on the assumption that Megan really never gave Luke any explanation, it's just Luke assumes that Something's going on, and him and Isabella are trying to figure it out, and they had a conversation about it, meaning him and Isabella, and he's hoping it's just computer stuff. This guy, who could be the source of his major resentment that I was talking about earlier, is not only somebody he resents because he could be like a problem for the relationship, but he's, like you said, he's grabbing his girlfriend. And I guess Megan's point of view is like, you don't even know who he is in my life and we're just doing stuff together and, and it's fine. But I, that whole thing was so weird to me because I totally would have pushed him, And then I totally would have been like, get the hell out of here. Stop grabbing some 17 year old girl. Mm -hmm. And then even like daddy chambers. So we don't need to give him any more excuses for being a dick, but he's like, you freaking assaulted somebody. And And it seemed like Ned was assaulting him more than he was getting assaulted himself. I agree, and I know it's I know it's laying the groundwork for just the whole thing where, especially with Daddy Chambers, that Luke really isn't as bad as Daddy Chambers makes him out to be, and everything's about don't, don't embarrass the family. But <laughs> if I'm Luke, I'd be like, dude, he had me by my freaking throat against the car window, and yeah. told me that if if I ever you know whatever, it's gonna be the last thing I ever do, and you're yelling at me like. He was yeah. grabbing Megan and I pushed him off. Like, they're acting like he punched him in the face and I would have to rewatch it, but I don't remember seeing no. anything like that.
1: No, no, he shoves them. But Steve is more like, don't get involved at all anyway. And But but Steve is 100% reputation and optics versus doing the right thing. Like, he even says, when Luke tries to stick up for himself, he's like, good in execution, or bad in execution, bad and execu- good yeah. in intention, And it all comes back to Daddy Chambers, right? Because the beef between Ned and Daddy is over their property line, assuming at the cabin and whatever. Everyone thinks Ned's a a wacko. There's already this, like, kind of, like, rotten image of Ned. So the fact that it's Ned, it's like, Jesus Christ, this guy's already a pain in my ass, and now you're going to, like, fuck with him. So I agree with you. I think Luke was in the right in this one. But I will say... Again, when he was like, "Oh, forgot my wallet," because who the fuck forgets their wallet at this at the thing? Nobody, nobody.
0: Yeah, I thought something sketchy was going. to I happening. thought he was
1: going back to see whoever was watching was them in that in. scene, but it yeah. didn't. And I was like, "Oh, this is just some like weird fucking freeform stuff,
0: probably." <laughs> yeah, it's just literally a reason for Luke to show up late to him grabbing yeah. her, and Megan is totally wrong in this scenario because what do you do? So Luke shows up while some older man is grabbing at his girlfriend screaming at her and he's supposed to just like cross his arms and be like please sir please get off her you're right
1: yeah and
0: and she's like oh chill out bro like you need to chill we're fine but chill it's like okay
1: (laughs) i i totally agree i think that a lot of this middle one is a little disjointed because when Megan is, like, saying that to Luke, like, you need to just, ch- yeah, just chill. And then, you know, quickly Luke goes, decides that the cannery that, that daddy just bought is where they're going to do the party since Tim's parents canceled. And then he has this conversation. Brent, like, is, like, it's the last good interaction between him and Brent before Luke disappears, I assume. But then Megan goes and is pregnant immediately. And if they didn't give us a hint, like, if we... And I know that's not how the show is. We do we do get future stuff before. But the pregnancy came out of fucking nowhere for there two this-
0: seconds. And you can easily take it wrong. But she does say when Luke's like, uh, what is it, Tim? Some freaking sketch bag that they just add. I mean, he's been in the show, but they're giving him a name now. But they're Tim. His parents aren't coming home, so he can't have the party. What are we going to do? And she does say, like you know what, I'm not feeling that good, actually. I don't think I want to go anyway. And you can easily take it like, oh, this whole scenario, I don't feel yeah. good anymore. But the next scene is her taking the test or, or looking at the test, so that's supposed to be a quick, like, oh, I guess my stomach doesn't feel good or, or I don't feel good in general. Yeah. For me, it's And like... Debbie's got the flu! Debbie's got the flu, but where's her freaking awful disease that we thought she had? I just, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with any of that.
1: I don't know either. And Megan, like, first of all, it's cheap because that scene you're talking about happened four minutes before the scene with the pregnancy test. I wanted that. I wanted her saying she didn't feel good four episodes ago. Oh, yeah. Before oh, yeah. they gave the pregnancy reveal. That's just like yep. s- stupid on their part. Like, make us guess. But and then even if you don't make us guess, you know. Make it like pay off more later down the road. I don't know. Like the reveals fine early as long as something comes out of it at the end, which, you know, her being pregnant may be why Luke, quote unquote, dies. Who's to say? Regardless.
0: The last thing I want to say about the net thing is I have harped on it before. Megan is totally enamored by this Ned guy, even though he's a freaking weirdo. And we find out this episode that he attacked his boss and he stole millions of dollars in IP and all this crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know any of that about him, but she's just enamored by the fact that he can get her where she wants to be in her life. And to her, Luke and him throwing down, she's probably like, don't mess anything up with my rest of my life with this yeah. guy. He's helping me out, but totally still right. not right.
1: Totally agree. Um okay, we're moving to the Y2K party. This is where we get Megan finally confronting Izzy because in this episode Izzy just keeps trying to talk to her and she's like blowing her off again, acting passive aggressive. Izzy's like, "Hold up, bitch. He kissed me. You always pick a side over mine. What the fuck? Like I thought we were ride or die." And Megan immediately I think is like oh fuck,
0: shit. Yeah, she does, and then, of,
1: and then of course it's the locker room talk scene, and he's like, "I have them wrapped around my fingers," and I'm like, "No matter, no matter what I do." Oh, oh. no, um, no wonder he's dead is what I wanted to. Do. I don't know, <laughs> Kelly Rowland just took over me for a second there. Um, I don't blame you but no wonder he's dead. Like she is literally like, we are getting fucking revenge. And our girl Izzy really is ride or die because Megan was being a fucking bitch. And Izzy was like, listen, I don't have the time for you right now. Like, I don't want to do this. And then as soon as she saw that Megan was in distress, Izzy's our girl. Izzy's like, okay, let's hear it out. What do you got for me? Like, sorry. What was I supposed to do? Like, I'm just trying to make life easier for you, basically. So I'm like so team Izzy, it's crazy. I'm team Megan too, but Megan acts up sometimes.
0: I got such a big theory coming for you, Kathleen, but we'll wait. We'll wait a little bit. So I'm 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 an Izzy guy. I I I think (laughs) that, you know, I think she's on our side. I I want to find out what. Her sketchiness is unless it's literally just I was a part of this prank that we're going to play on Luke. That doesn't mean he dies, but it could be it could be seen that way. I don't know, but I'm glad I'm very glad that we had the scenario where Megan calls out Izzy. Izzy gets pissed and says, yo, he kissed me. This is ridiculous. I thought we were going to have a back and forth where she says you always take his side. And then Megan was going to do the whole like, well, that's funny because Luke just said that you're possessive, like, you know, like kind of like a weird where it's the strife. It is the end. But instead, we get the scene with the locker room talk and they join back together because I wasn't going to be in the mood. I know I joke all the time. We're talking about teen drama here, but I wasn't going to be in the mood for three more episodes of like, Luke said this and I said that and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I'm glad that it was, it didn't go that route.
1: Totally. And I... I love this show. It's just been keep doing this over and over and over again of all the, like the threats, the death threats. Like nobody threatens each other this much in real life. I guess maybe you do. Ooh, yeah. You're just like I never in my life have been like I want that person dead. But <laughs> yeah, this right. one at least is I want to I want to make Luke wish he never met us. But like Ned's threat, everyone's threatening everyone, and they're just writing it to make it seem like oop, there's a threat.
0: There it is. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They said it. Megan leads him to the cabin, which is where we know everything goes down, to celebrate just the two of them. She had mentioned Izzy had already left, which we knew in the events of the night from when all the other teens were at the sheriff's office talking through the night. They were like, Izzy left early. Everyone seemed fine. Megan and Luke seemed fine. If I'm Megan, there's no way I can fake being nice to Luke in that situation. I would have I would have popped off in the moment. Like as he's saying, I would have been running
0: down. Be like, I heard everything, you son of a bitch. Like, exactly, yes, Just I make them feel
1: so bad. Yeah.
0: I think that I would like to really go back and hear what Jeff says to the sheriff. Because there is a scene where Jeff's talking to the sheriff when they're saying what happened that night. And I would like to know if Jeff is the one, does Jeff say something like they didn't seem great or something? Because I, I thought the sheriff does try to call her out on something. Because if you remember she's pissed and she goes on the camera and says like you think you know people but you really don't I'm gonna stand up for myself and just like yeah good like what's going on here
1: yeah I agree we should go back and look and see exactly what they say yeah in general this is leading us to the big night right this is what mm-hmm. I was saying to Jimmy right before the podcast I'm like why the fuck is this a 10 episode show <laughs> not that I'm yeah. not enjoying it but we're here we're we're there what is gonna take three episodes I'm like racking my brain to figure out what is going to take three whole episodes to get us to the finish line high hopes that that it's good but you know to me this feels like it probably could have been an eight episode series um but that's okay that's just three more pot two more pot ups uh to rock through but okay three more well if there was eight it would have been two extra
0: oh oh, oh, yeah yeah okay i feel you i feel you
1: summer of 2000 Um, Tom, the lawyer, shows up and they need to go to the station and Megan is being officially charged. Dum-dum-dum. But it's not for Luke. It's for a fraud case. And it was so funny because it's for the fake IDs. And I'm like, this bitch has probably been doing so much worse shit and they got her on, like, making a fucking fake ID. I'm like, that's what you have her for? On her computer? I really thought it would be something worse. Well, that's
0: the thing. Not on her computer. We find out Jeff sandbagged her. So... She w- did it. She got the virus in and saved herself. And of yeah. course, it's literally Jeff, dimming her out, narking her out, that gets her in trouble, and gives the sheriff a check mark for something that he's doing. Now we do see Daddy Chambers with his private investigator sees that she's been doing crazy hacking shit, but the sheriff still don't know anything about that.
1: Yeah, agreed. So, uh, because she was seventeen, it wasn't a felony, thank God. But. So Daddy Chambers finds out that Meg's a hacker for hire, working with Ned. And then he, th- at this point, he mentions the scuffle in the parking lot, but we don't know what he's talking about because right. it didn't happen. I was yet.
0: literally pausing, being like, "Did I miss something here?" Yeah, I kind of I, figured I get, it. Would that's come how later. the show works. But I was like, "Wait, wait, okay, I guess it didn't yeah. happen yet."
1: <laughs> and he's accusing Ned. Basically, he's like this this guy. Like Meg's getting wrapped up with this guy. He threatens. He's coming up with a whole thing in his head, but. So funny, because I really don't feel bad for Megan here. I'm like, you really were doing illegal shit. If you lose your scholarship, which she does, it's like, I get you were doing it for money because your family needs it. But I was like, girl, if, if this thing really mattered to you that much, then don't do all this shit. You let your mom shit. be the
0: mom. Yeah. yeah. You let your mom be the mom, and you just have... <laughs> It's adult issues that you're not gonna be able to deal with yet because you're gonna go to college as a 17-year-old or now 18-year-old.
1: Dude, isn't Jeff such a pussy?
0: Oh my gosh, dude. And
1: this scene he's like, It's my fault. I'm like, you're you fucking pussy.
0: (laughs) The guy who was so like I'm mad at you and I'm and I'm threatening you pretty much, and you picked the wrong guy, and now it's all of a sudden. I'm sorry, it's my fault, Megan. I I dined you out. I didn't mean it. I tried to tell him it was me too. Wuss, fricking guy. Wuss,
1: freaking wuss, baby. Um, and I would
0: have said it to his face if I was her.
1: But we are reminded of Jeff's secret from the previous episode, which yeah. we don't know.
0: Still another secret we don't know.
1: Kind of hot. I I don't mind. What does that have to do with secret? the end game? Bitch, you think I know? Yeah. <laughs> Brent and Megan have a quick scene uh, where he tells her that Ned stole millions of dollars of IP from his last employer. But later we said Ned, see Ned be like, it was my fucking IP, which I actually believe him probably was a big project. He worked on that got the kibosh. Maybe they fired him for something and it's like, okay, well I worked on this, so I'm going to steal it back. And then apparently assaulted his boss. Like you had mentioned all this before. Um mm-hmm. But she immediately goes to Ned and is like, can you please scrub this off my record? Because she knew the scholarship was going to be beat. And he was like, no. She was also like, OK, but Steve Chambers is looking into you for Luke's murder. So maybe do something about that, too. So then he starts looking into him.
0: But then so he all goes of a sudden into Steve his shows
1: up. <laughs> what would you say?
0: So he goes and gets his shotgun.
1: I mean, Steve shows up, so I had to get my shotgun too. Fuck Steve, he's yeah. the real bad guy in this. I'm telling you right now. When episode ten airs, everyone who thinks Daddy Chambers is not bad will be eating crow. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so Brent lets her, lets her escape, which you know, on brand. Brent likes Megan; it's fine. Uh, but I liked the scene of Steve yelling at Ned. It was like a pretty good scene. It was a, it was just Ned Brent. And Steve. Um, But this is the only scene that makes me feel like it's maybe not Daddy Chambers that killed him. Because he really is acting like he's trying to find a killer. And he is confronting Ned like he's trying to find a killer. It's all very interesting, this scene.
0: Yeah. So I want to talk a little bit more about the brand stuff. Because he was so high on our hate list. Yeah. Especially for the episode where, you know, not only is it revealed that he's the one or they think he's the one who drops the tape. We still don't have that reveal yet, but it's revealed that he is taping people. So there you go. He's like high on our hate list. But then he has that scene where he's just a total D bag at the dinner table, talking shit on Izzy, talking shit on Debbie, talking shit on everybody. Now all of a sudden, it's the same timeline. He's he's got Megan's back, and he's and I get it. He does have history with her. Yeah. My I'll question spot. to you: There's all these theories, and I don't think it is. But I there's all these theories that like Megan lost her virginity to to Brent, and and like he was her first crush or something like that. She does do that thing in the first timeline. Yeah. Where she's About- like, we scared Brent. And he was like, no, that was me. Luke says, that was me. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah that was me and Brent who did that. And there, it just gets brushed off. And it could just be literally like our childhood. It was a long time ago. I can't remember him. And harping on the fact that she does have history with Brent as a family member to them, making it make more sense why he would let her go in a later timeline. Yeah. That could just be the surface level answer. But, you know, it is... Yeah, interesting. I
1: I think the chambers have to be involved. One of the chambers, besides Luke, have to be involved in this. I I don't care what anyone says. It just is. It's not Izzy. Ned may be involved in a non-direct. I know that.
0: I know my. I know my involvement for Ned. All
1: right, let's go. It's are we there yet? It's time to do our number one question, and that question is who killed Luke Asterik. If Luke is dead
0: so here's my new theory and I have to give cruel summer props because I understood that there was gonna be four episodes left seven eight nine ten so I knew that we didn't have anything like easy easy theory correct but I wasn't really expecting this where Megan is actually against Luke at this point yeah so my new theory is that Megan's pissed, very pissed. Izzy's her ride or die. They're going to prank Luke, make him wish that he never met them. So yeah. let's go to the cabin. Megan calls up Ned and says, I want you to scare Luke. Ooh. He gets the shotgun out to scare Luke or the rifle to scare Luke. Okay, so my my theory here is that the shot to the ear is actually on this night. And it's an accidental, you know.
1: That's a little too close for comfort, Ned. We said scare him. Shoot him in the ear.
0: Right. Well, Ned's (laughs) a little crazy. So I'm going to go with, like, you know, they go to the cabin. Megan goes to the cabin with Luke. Maybe Izzy's already there. They think they're just going to, like, Maybe confront him, prank him, whatever. Get him lost in the woods, blah, blah, blah. Scare the shit out of him because now he's lost and he doesn't know where to go. And then have Ned pretend to be going after him or pretend to, like, scare the shit out of him. Cox the gun, goes to shoot it maybe from afar. Hits him in the ear. Not supposed to happen. He's bleeding. They don't know what to do. Blah, blah, blah. Now, cut. I don't know what goes on from there. But what I do know... Hold on. I'll finish and then (laughs) you... What I do know is that at this moment, one of two things could happen or both. The cannery gets busted, and everyone finds out it's Luke that set it up. Meaning his dad finds out it's Luke that set it up because Brent did say that he'll 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 narc on him if he has to. And two, Luke immediately says, even if he's good now, like he's he got shot in the ear, but they're like putting a bandage on him or whatever, and he's saying, I can't freaking go home. I have a gunshot to my ear. What am I gonna say to my dad? Yeah. I need to go into hiding.
1: Okay.
0: I need to not come home tonight. Actually, it doesn't have to be I need to go into hiding. I need to not go home tonight. Now we know why Megan didn't bring him home. If he has the gunshot to the ear and he's bleeding or he's in trouble for the cannery or both, I don't want to go home to my dad. He's going to kill me.
1: Let me bring up two things. Drugs in a system. That's a later date. Are you assuming he dies at a later date?
0: Yeah, I'm still going with he dies in a later date. Yeah. So the
1: drugs and the ear are actually two different things, two different nights. Ear happens yep. the night of, drugs happens later. And if I believe, and please correct me on any form of social media, at Binge TV on Instagram, Twitter, or our Discord, or our email at BingeTownTV, Binge TV at gmail.com. What was the cause of death? Drowning or did he die and then drown? I thought it was drowning, right? Drowning was yeah, the was actual drowning. COD. So meaning someone like drugged him up and then just threw well, him overboard.
0: Right. I mean, th- all they said was that he had drugs in his system and he drowned. So they assumed that it was homicide and right. because there's also a gunshot to his ear.
1: Right. And and this is like I think before we were saying he was drugged and then thrown in the water. But in, in in reality, that could be true, but it has to be pretty quick. If he died by drowning, he still had to be breathing. So like and if you're like, if you took a handful of pills or whatever the hell, depending on what it, what how, the amount of drugs he had to be a to have been breathing underwater, like mm-hmm. you had to, his lungs right. had to it have has- filled up. Right, so right. it's all it's all very interesting. I buy into that fully um, Ned shooting. I I honestly believe that Ned wasn't involved. They don't clue Ned in. And then Ned actually shoots at him because he's like, I've warned this kid a thousand fucking times. Like, you okay. know, what I mean, I think they maybe don't bring Ned into the picture and then it and- ends up being an issue.
0: Okay, I like that. Yeah, they and th- but there's a scenario where like what if they are planning to have like Megan brings Luke to the cabin, Izzy shows up and then they play the game like ooh, you're going to ha- like actually pretend like he's going to get both of them like he's saying and then they do something I don't know what the something is, like call yeah. him out or blah blah blah, like I don't know why they would drug him, <laughs> you know, like I just can't figure that part out, but there's definitely something where I I think that the only involvement is it's a prank that's supposed to make him feel really, really shitty. And then whether Ned accidentally or, you know, accidentally because he's in on the prank or not in on the prank, shoots him. And I still know where he dies. But there's like their involvement to me seems like it has to be a prank now.
1: Yeah. And And it
0: looks damning. And there's also
1: blood on the cabin that Megan doesn't clean up until July of 2000. So there's something to do with like why did Megan wait this long to clean that up if it's something that happened on New Year's Eve. Yeah. You know, like that's well, just Maybe weird. there is
0: like again, we're really going to be in this situation where there's three more episodes and and I'm saying, "Oh, it's a prank." And listen, and it could just totally be another swerve and we're not even close to right.
1: Totally. And that's fine by me. I mean, we have three episodes, so it could go any freaking way, and it really did last season. I think in general while we're here i would say that season 1 was better like uh, hands down better it was like compelling in a different way and I-, I was like loving every single episode this one is still good but i th- feel it's lacking the compellingness that season 1 had and I- and i don't want to obviously like you don't you didn't watch so i don't want to say that right. but i do wish that like i remember being genuinely like whoa at the end of 10 of last season Mm -hmm. being like, damn. and I had a different podcast two years ago that we talked about theories and stuff and none of it was true. So, you know, I I don't know. It could go either way. I'm hoping that these next three episodes are like insanely strong and it changes my opinion on two in general. Um, But it's, it's good. It's just not great. Like I thought season one was, I think.
0: Based on the Reddit and the Facebook group, most people are agreeing and yeah. some people were even saying like it's not good because they yeah. liked one so much
1: yeah one one was really good uh anyway um i'm still pulling for this this it's fun i like it i like talking to you about it it's like goofy and dumb teenage shit but Hey, Do you have any and...
0: other theory, or, is, or are you just...
1: No, I'm in on that. Um, I usually jump onto yours. Mine are half faith, and I'm like, it was Steve, but I don't have a whole thing. You're the one who, who who strings together a full theory, and then I'll just go,
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: that sounds good.
0: There's three episodes. Jeff's secret has to somehow tie in. The pregnancy probable miscarriage or whatever has to tie in. Like, because the blood on the shirt, we actually did not get that answer. Kathleen, remember last episode, you were like, we're going to immediately start the episode with this answer. They don't even think about giving it to us. That
1: is so true. That's so insane. They skip all completely over it.
0: And I'm guessing it has to be that it has something to do with the pregnancy so that they can give us this whole reveal, quote unquote, so we can see the scene that she but, is pregnant but i know i know we already know because no
1: listen because she's throwing it out in the 2000 timeline if she's pregnant in new year's eve which means she's pregnant enough to pee on a stick and it be pregnant meaning she's probably six weeks pregnant at that time
0: right she'd be showing majorly by yeah July. so she
1: must have yeah. miscarried back then so what the fuck are you doing getting rid of it now why'd you keep it what kind of like was this weird leverage of anything like i don't want it, to silly We've called Megan
0: we've called Megan stupid and it could honestly just be that she held on to it. And then now that Luke is busted and she's being looked at, she's like, I have to get rid of anything. Silly because Luke doesn't get found until the summer. So maybe she holds on to it. Luke gets found. (laughs) I feel like it kind of makes sense now why she's not too. Sad. When we were trying to say, like, damn, she doesn't give a shit that he's dead. Now, listen, you should still give a shit. But if she's this mad at him at this point, the last time she sees him, if that's true, and she thinks he's a totally different person, maybe it wouldn't make her as sad that he's gone. Yeah. But then it goes on to the fact that she does finally break down over it on his birthday or his memorial birthday what's real uh, what's not
1: honestly if this is me and it's my best friend in the whole world and there's like two bad days right yesterday he kissed someone today i hear him talking smack on me or whatever not really smack but you get it and then he dies i think i'll forgive him i think i'll just miss him you know what i mean it's like if, if he dies i don't think you should still be acting like well Fuck that guy. It's kind of like, well, we they they really emphasize this whole episode, how they were there for each other as kids and adults or not adults, pre-adults. And, you know, he's like, when things were shitty, you were there when things were good. You were there. You've always been there. So I don't think unless something terrible happens like Luke. I, I don't know. Maybe Luke does something awful in the next three episodes. Who's to say? But I don't Let think any. Let me just bring up one more thing. Go ahead.
0: I agree, but there's one more thing we definitely need to think about here. There's a whole scenario where these two, meaning Isabella and Megan, are doing something on this night, whether it's a prank or whatever it's going to be at the cabin. There's also a scenario where Megan is calling Isabella out for killing Luke at because of the whole drowning thing getting brought up. This night can't really be where Luke dies if they're together, unless they split up.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: My my one thought is that Isabella, who seems like a major badass, throwing that thing through the glass door and blah, blah, yeah. blah, maybe she is going to think of something that takes the prank too far, mm. a.k.a. Ned or... I can't imagine drugs or something. I don't know. But maybe she does something that makes the prank way too real. And that's why Megan says, I'm pissed at you. They still have to break up here, her and Megan. Yeah, they do. And that night doesn't seem like it can fit with Megan acting like the way she's acting in the later timeline where she's like, I just got to reveal that you probably killed Lisa by drowning her and." In- Why did you lie to me? And Luke drowned. That's just too much of a coincidence. Like, it just seems like his death has to be something separate.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think he's still alive. So. I think he's he's just. I don't know what I was going (laughs) to (laughs) say. I thought something would come to me by the time I got there and it just didn't come.
0: (laughs) I can't really see a scenario where. He's still alive and I'm going to be okay with it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. But I would like if he didn't die that night and died later.
0: I think that is, I think we have to go on that. I really do. Yeah. Because in what scenario, like, so they prank him or they do whatever they do and then they say, hi, okay, see you later. He, and then he dies and, you know, it just yeah, does Because really... If that's
1: the case, then why haven't we seen a conversation with Megan and Izzy being like, what the fuck happened that night? You know what I mean? Unless Be- sketchy there- being like, you hide my secrets, I'll hide your secrets. Like, there's something that they were each doing that was bad that they can't, you know, give alibis for, for sure.
0: And if they were there that night and he dies that night, Megan wouldn't act the way she's acting. So I just can't see it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think that's a good place to end, as any. That is our episode of Cruel Summer, episode seven, titled... It's the end of the world. Had to pull that one out of my <laughs> ass. Um, <laughs> no longer have my notes up. But uh, yeah. So again, follow us on Binge Town TV on everything. Apple, uh, Spotify, you know, Twitter, Instagram. We have a threads now, don't we? Um, we do. Follow our Discord for some, some hot theories on anything you want, really. We have an all-TV discussion. We have an all-movie discussion. And then we have every show we cover on the pod. So come bring the heat. Impress us a little bit. Call us out. We freaking love it. We love any sort of communication between our friends and listeners. So, you know, hit subscribe. That's what we like. James, thanks for um, your theories. Always appreciate it. I'll see you next week. We are Binge Town TV. And it's a cool summer <laughs> with you. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.